BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. La, 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 Yeah. It's time for Moneyline, your place to be for the madness of March, with your host, Kevin Walsh. The cap is still there, the, the price is still good. I'm going to bet this. I went a little 3 and 0 on a three pack of college basketball. It was a nice weekend in that way. I mean, listen, I'm an eligible bachelor, so. And Donnie Wrightside. Now, hold, like, I love slander. Like, slander is so much fun. Like, nobody was defending the wide out. What a 15 yard out. Like, thank God. Like, I, I don't think I could make it in this world anymore. One minute, I'd be like, I'm out of questions for this girl. I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, what did you think about the game last night? That's minute number two already. On Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159. There you go. It's fresh. It's hot. It's money line. It's no better place to be right now. And things are just heating up. I mean, things just seem to be heating up in the sports world. And also, on our new intros, welcome to the show. Two hours of action-packed fun. It's Donnie and Kevin right here on The Grid. I'm ready. I'm ready today. Oh, I'm feeling good, man. I'm I'm loaded on this NBA card. Whoa. Uh, already? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bigger day. I don't know why, but just, you know what it is. Sometimes you take the time to, to put in the time and... Uh, I feel like I've I've earned myself a big card here on Tuesday, so I'm excited about it. To be a good one, as we talked about before, four conferences now will be active tonight in March Madness. Conference tournaments tomorrow is March, but today, still again, March Madness all week long. Get used to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And also... Shea Gilders Alexander is out tonight, so there you go. I mean, the, the, the tank is in as we continue to wait. By the way, it's not an injury, Kevin. It said uh, health and safety protocols. COVID? Sickness? Oh, what does he got? That, would, like, what that, that would be COVID. Man. That would be COVID. So that I, – I, They're I, lying. To look ahead a yeah, little bit. But is he going to be miraculously healthy to come back and drop another 39 points on the Lakers in a seven-point victory just to make sure that they make no real headway in the Western Conference playoffs or what? I mean, I'm thinking OKC just put that out there. Like, we can't even confirm this. Like, look, SG, we can't know. He's so good, we can't just make up ankle injuries anymore. So I think they're taking it to the next level. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, it could very well could be. Very well could be. We just, oh, gosh. I mean, where's Chad Holmgren at? Like, that guy's not ready? What, what are we talking Where's Chad Holmgren at? They, they ruled Why, though? The season no, wait, yeah, but he's, injury. I'm telling you, he's hooping right now at LA Fitness. Like, but, like, <laughs> stop, dropping 30. Like, man. dropping 30. I'm hey, telling when, you right uh, now. Webb and Yamba are playing getting reps in. Just practicing, seeing what the chemistry is. My, if that, you didn't know a tank was in, like, before the season started. Like, yeah, my guy's out. Like, I thought this was like a four-month. Stop, stop it. He's out for the year. Like, okay, take your word for it. <laughs> no no further questions. No ben further Simmons questions. style. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. All right. There it is. Now, you're looking for a big NBA night. The Lakers. Yeah. Now, we'll check in on Brown in two weeks. So, Brown's back home now. Relaxing. Yeah, big it's time. tough. Does that I mean, mean two not... weeks, like, oh, no, it could be longer? Or, hey, oh, you know, yeah, he's yeah, an yeah, aging yeah. guy. We'll take the two weeks just to be safe, and uh, he'll be rested and ready. So, it's he's, a, he's out two weeks plus. And mm-hmm. the reports are basically they're going to look at where they are and decide from there. But I don't really know what that means. Let's say these two weeks are a disaster. Does that mean he's coming back or he's like, all right, this is a waste of my time. I'm not breaking my ankle for this awful basketball team. Let's say the two weeks are glorious. Does that mean it's like, all right, LeBron, keep resting? Or he's like, no, this is a team worth playing for. I'm looking at it now, three-week minimum on LeBron James, and it's really then going to depend where they are in the seeding. But this, I don't think they're going to be knocked out, Donnie, for a long time. They're... Their worst-case scenario is treading water. With the way the schedule is and the way the roster is, they should be kind of floating on through here, I would argue. Yeah, the the two the reassessing two weeks almost has me led to believe, like, hey, LeBron, just stay off it for two weeks. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. get you out on the court, see where you're at. Does it hurt? Does it hurt to put your sneaker on? Or can you run fine, and then we'll ease into it? But if we're reassessing in two weeks, LeBron James, to me, is three weeks out minimum at this point. Mm. And that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, I agree. Right? No, but I agree. It wasn't, hey, well, we're reassessing a month. It's like, well, hold on now. Like, what is that? Like, are we talking about, hey, he needs surgery. We'll see if we can get lucky and it heals on its own. Reassessing two weeks just means, like, let's get a better timeline. We don't know when he's coming back, but he's coming back. Let's give it two weeks. Yeah, it does look like there's, a, there's optimism that he will be able to play basketball again this season. But anything sooner than three weeks is just doesn't seem to be on the cards. Again, re- when you're reevaluating in two weeks, you're not back then in two weeks. So that you know what I mean. You're gonna get. There's a lot of games that are gonna get wiped out now for him. The timeline. I'm not. It's not more important than LeBron, but it would be really beneficial to get a timeline on D'Angelo Russell. This is kind of what happens just in the sports world. I think Donnie sometimes when injuries take place over a weekend. But D'Lo yeah. was injured uh, with an ankle sprain up against the. Warriors, the Lakers still had won the basketball game. They won it convincingly. It wasn't a big story. They didn't play again until Sunday. They win that game. Nobody's thinking about D'Angelo Russell, then the LeBron injury. But tonight, you're missing actually multiple starters for the Lakers. You're missing your your best player and your third best player in now LeBron and D'Angelo Russell. They are going to need him back. Anthony Davis has to be able to carry the load, but D'Lo has to be a part of the equation here as well. Yeah, and also, he got injured kind of awkwardly, too, like stepping out of bounds to throw an inbounds yeah. pass where a player was behind him, and he went down. It was almost like one of those plays that you watch and go, oh, he's just doing that for a call because the guy's behind him. Oh, he actually got injured and tore up the ankle a little bit. So, interesting times here for the Lakers, but I do have a prop bet in that Lakers game. I also like a total in that Lakers game, so some good things to look forward to. We'll also preview the college basketball card tonight just to give some looks on it's fun to have March Madness back in our lives. Come on back with us it's money line right here on a tuesday sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Back out of here, hour number one. It's a Tuesday afternoon. If you want to get involved with us and have some fun, 844-843-6879. The Combine is underway. Nobody working out just yet, but the reason I like the Combine, if there's anything, GMs and head coaches talk. You get some little tidbits on where things sort of pan out. Now, we're going to talk about this probably for two straight weeks, and I, I can't get enough. It's ridiculous, and I can't get enough of it. The Green Bay Packers. Brian Gutenkus talked this morning, Kevin. And you know what he said? Yeah, season ended. Man, I haven't talked to him yet. I don't know. Like, hopefully we get this worked out soon. And I say to myself, are we that stupid? Like, do you you think the fans and everybody who follows football are that stupid where the one guy that matters more than anything else on your team, you're like, hey, you know what? I'm the GM. He's the coach. He's the quarterback. Uh, We're trying to fill a football team. I'm talking every day to our backup slash quarterback slash first round who's been hanging around Jordan Love for weeks. But, yeah, I haven't heard from Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully he gets back to us. I mean, come on now. This whole thing is – this is, for for me personally – this has been the most nauseating Rodgers ride of the last three seasons. The the dark room stuff, don't care about it, have no use for it, whatever. It, it means nothing to me. The fact that the Packers are like ready to move on from him, and then we do this song and dance, hey, the longer it takes, the more likely Rodgers is to stay. Hold on a minute. Hold on. This is, and this is, I'm going to be honest with you, I can't stand the NFL calendar. Is he even allowed to be traded? Like, I don't even, I don't even understand. Like, what is the timeline here? I know He's that it's allowed it's, to be traded, but it's almost like a post-June designation so everybody gets a lower salary cap, which is wild as uh, is, right? It's almost like they make the trade, and technically it's not official until, like, June 1st. I believe that's the way it goes. Is so he's one of those guys where the cap hit is significantly different if you yes, do it on correct. on after June. The 1st. post okay. yeah the post June first designations where oh, we're going to cut the guy but we're going to put it as a post June first designation. That's what I think he's under at this point. And and again like I don't mean to be going after Ian Rappaport like he's not one of the top reporters in in the world but it's like oh every day you know this goes on it's more likely he's back and I'm what what timeline are we are we working up against here? The Jets haven't done anything. The draft is almost is is just under two months away. I don't understand how that's the takeaway here. Like, man, psh, I'll tell you, if he's not traded within the week, it's pretty obvious he's going back. Based on what? Yeah, there's and also um, 
the Jets, including their GM Joe Douglas in Indianapolis, and sat down with Derek Carr again and said they had a wonderful time and how great mm-hmm. that was. And I guess he's going to make the rounds. But it is interesting because the quarterback dominoes need to fall quick. And, I would, and a part of me is actually hoping that the Packers stay with Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr signs outside of New York. And boy, what what a fiasco will take place with the Jets. Because everybody can probably agree, if the Jets get a legitimate signal caller, they might be able to do some damage. Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, whoever it is, just an mm-hmm. upgrade at the quarterback position from what they had last year. And their they're, you know, GM, their owner, hey, we'll pay. We'll pay whatever you want. And they get nothing out of it. But I know they don't want to rush into it and say, well, boy, if Aaron Rodgers really was our guy, we jumped the gun and we got Derek Carr, and then a week later Aaron Rodgers said, hey, man, I actually would really wanted to go to the Jets. Well, what is Aaron Rodgers? Like, if you're Aaron Rodgers and you honestly know right now, like, look, the last thing I'm doing is going back to the Packers. What are you waiting for at this point? Like, wait, but right. here's, the, here's the point I want to bring up is I'm not believing the Packers. There's no way when you're a GM of a franchise, Kevin, the biggest mm-hmm. deal in the NFL that may or may not happen is Aaron Rodgers. You can't tell me, Kevin, tomorrow is March 1st. The season ended for Green Bay first week of January. Nobody has talked to Aaron Rodgers. Stop the madness, man. I mean, come on. It, it comes. It's one of those things where if that's the case, jobs got to be on the line. But hold on a minute now. You haven't talked to him? Yeah, you're fired. That's not. What are you doing? Call him right now. Okay, Do a conference call. Zoom him. What do we mean? Oh, but he's been in a dark room. I don't care. I mean, he's been in a dark room. He's the most important player in the franchise. Get me in a dark room. Somebody call this guy immediately. Like, it's, it's, it's unacceptable there. But it almost comes off, Donnie, like Green mm-hmm. Bay, I really believe they don't want to be on the hook for having, the t- like, we got rid of Aaron Rodgers. I think they really want Aaron Rodgers to request out and get rid of them, if you will. So I feel like they're stalling here. Wait, like they're playing this game of chicken where it's like, oh, come on, he's going to call us like any day now, and then we're going to be able to, you know, pass it off as, ah, oh, he begged out. What would you want us to do? When it's just like, come on, just tell him you want to move on and let's get on with it here. Yeah, and here's what we can surmise from this there's also semantics that go into it. Brian Gutenkus, I haven't talked to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you've probably been on the phone with his agent every day, though. Isn't that what we're trying to see here? You know, like, can you imagine if Aaron Rodgers comes out and he appears on Pat McAfee today? Maybe I don't know what he's doing. And goes, yeah, no, I'm my agent. Like, nobody has talked to anybody. Oh. And if I'm not talking to him, nobody is at this point. See where I'm going with this? But it doesn't make sense. The big, like, you should... You're not trying to say we hold all the cards and the more we play this, the more teams are going to offer. Teams are going to offer what they offer for Aaron Rodgers. And wouldn't you like to know, like, hey, you know what? We just shipped them off this week. We mm-hmm. told our backup quarterback here he's ready to go, and he's going to be the starter. And we got three first-round draft picks, two first-round draft picks, or one. I just don't understand, like, we're going to hold off because I think we can all agree. Something has to change sooner than later because if Derek Carr goes, hey, I'm with the Jets, Green Bay goes, Boy, are we stupid. Like, we, the biggest competitor in the market that was going to probably offer us more than anybody signed their quarterback because they couldn't wait for us because we didn't want to talk to Aaron Rodgers. Amazing. Yeah. No, it's, it's such a – but I, just to pull it back, though, I, that is why I am confused by the Ian Rappaport comment. It's less than a report, I feel like, and it's more just a comment of him saying, mm-hmm. well, the longer this goes on, the more likely he is to stay in Green Bay. 
from a from a yeah sure the second he says I'm leaving it means he's he's leaving but what what is our timeline here is it Derek Carr signing with the Jets what is the what is the date that Green Bay is staring at Donnie where it's like hey we better get going here otherwise we're I don't know admit, the, the quarterback's already in the building like they don't need a backup we already know who their quarterback is if it's not Aaron Rodgers so they're comfortable in that. They are. But if you're looking to maximize what you can get, you're, the biggest fish are the Jets right now. On the hook, we'll pay you whatever. And if they go, look, we have to make moves here. Because all it takes for Derek Carr to say is, hey, Joe Douglas, I really like it here, but i got a nice deal on the table right now from Carolina. Like, what is your deal? Do you want me there? Right. Hold off for another week. And then Carolina goes... Nah, you know what? We'll just move on anyway. We'll go somewhere else. Like, Domino's, it can't be where Aaron Rodgers says, until he moves, nobody can move. That's not the way the business works because GMs start to get cold feet and go, hold on now. If we don't make a move and we wait for Aaron Rodgers and he does his typical, I don't even know what gave you the facts. Hey, you know what gave me the facts? You called me on the phone and talked to me directly, Aaron Rodgers. What do you mean? Like Joe Douglas would say, right? What do you mean you didn't know you would always stay in Green Bay? You told me you wanted to come here. I haven't heard from you a week, and now all the quarterbacks are gone. And you're telling me I never wanted to be a Jet. Like, I'm waiting for that to happen. Uh, yeah, I understand the idea of, for Green Bay, the, the Jets seem like the perfect candidate. I still refuse to believe Aaron Rodgers hits the market, and it's a one-team thing, though. There should be a list of teams, and maybe after the break we can talk about them. But when Aaron, when, it, when an Aaron Rodgers hits the market, mm-hmm. your qu- quarterback plans change. So even teams that you're at the moment not thinking have to all of a sudden take some consideration into that Aaron Rodgers market. It it shouldn't be Jets or bust, and it shouldn't be Jets, Raiders, or bust. That should not be the list here for Aaron Rodgers. But it feels like to me, like, if you are Aaron Rodgers, why is it not Jets or bust? Like, again, unless San Francisco's calling up, but I don't know if they are at this point. Like, it feels like to me, like, if Aaron Rodgers is going to leave, the Jets make the most sense. After that, I don't know who makes sense, to be honest. Now, granted, he could play for anybody because he's a good quarterback, but I'm just talking about the actual fit. Like, hey, the missing piece is Aaron Rodgers. Let's get after it. It feels like, to me, the Jets is supposed to be that spot, and if they're taken away, that's where it gets really interesting. Now we're number one rolling along here. Come on back with us. It's Moneyline on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. 
Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Network. Hello, back at it. Right here, Moneyline. Donnie Kevin, if you want to get involved, 844-843-6879. News flows out here. Everybody's in Indianapolis. And the thing I like best, right, K-Dub? I see the picture. Like, hey, finally an Indy. Sun isn't out. Looks cold as hell and wet. And I just get a laugh. I just get a laugh out of it right. every year. I really do. Yeah, like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't give me, Kevin. It's in the middle of the country. It's easy for everybody to get to. You always see the owners' meetings are never in like Minnesota, right? I don't know. It has to be right. What? Like, why else would it be in India? Honestly, why? I get it. So I had never given to be like that a lot of thought, honestly. Of yeah. Why Indianapolis? <laughs> that at least is a fair reason, though. Like it is. <laughs> like we picked the center. Like yeah. at least there. At least there, it's a reason beyond well because like that would yes. that would that would have been the reason I would have expected. It's just it just is. I don't know why. Yeah, you're it's questioning not. It. Oh, they're great hosts. That's why it's always back in Indy. What is that like? What are we doing here? It's just an empty you know, stadium see, where a guy yeah. runs down the straight line. How great a host <laughs> you need to be. Now that I think about it, we rotate everything in the NFL. Yes, correct. Why why don't we rotate where the draft? I don't know. Now now I'm I don't thinking know. about this. This is yeah. a little odd here. Something's yes. not lining up to me. Yeah, like it's you. You would get to the point where it's like, you know, the Super Bowl, which we know gets rotated, but we wouldn't even go like, oh, it's in Vegas every year. What do you want? It's the best place to be. You know, what I mean, it's the biggest party right. atmosphere. It's great weather. It's what everybody wants. Casinos, tons of uh, hotels. Everybody can host a party. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. But they rotate it. Like the draft. The draft has no business being anywhere but like a singular location. Like you remember, it was in New York City for a like. Yeah, it makes sense. It's New York City. Why? I don't know. We just do that every year. But you're right. The Talk about the combine. And, again, it's not even like, hey, man, look, we're not moving this thing out of Miami. Like, the, the, the teams love this. Like, they come down. It's warm. <laughs> you get things done. You can relax. Yeah. No, they go to they go to Indy where you can't walk outside, and they love it. I don't get it. Uh, it's very, very odd I, now that I spent put a little thought into it. But it's where, it's where it is. It's what, I, it's, it's what I know. It's what you know. So I guess it's not going to change. Look, if you're going to be in a dome anyway, right? I guess yeah. is also, I'm sure, part of the problem. They're never going to not be in a dome because a rained out combine. Yes, I mean that is a disaster <laughs> beyond belief. a forty a forty in a torrential rain. I mean, oh that would be impressive. Gosh. Yeah, I mean, that would heat it up. Like man, this guy gets sixth round rain. picks are showing up. No, no <laughs> first, no people that are supposed to be within the first three days of the draft show up to an outdoor combine. I haven't seen the pictures yet this year, but I remember seeing them last year. There's an actual radio row for the combine. Which, I don't know who shows up to it, who would want to go, but who's showing up on a Monday at the Combine, like, before anything's going on, and that's where your radio show. We, like, why isn't the grid out there with a the footprint at the uh, Combine here? Uh, we might be, man. I'm not sure. We might be, we might be in the mix a little bit out there. You got to imagine so. Late in the week? Pharrell hitting it up late in the week? I mean, I, maybe, not, maybe not any radio, you know, but maybe a, pre- maybe a presence. Maybe, the, you know, somebody out there with the, with the mic flag holding it down. Man, I don't like radio. There's a radio, I believe, also for the what final four. There's not one for the World Series because obviously it's different cities, but the final four does have one. Weren't you scheduled to go last year? Did anybody go actually to the final four? Did we actually get people down there? Yeah, we weren't. We weren't in the mix. I think it might be tough with the betting stuff, though, because you know the NCAA thinks that nobody bets on their sports. 
or whatever it is. So you can't, yeah, but when does that stop us before? You just go down the street, man. There's our radio row right there. <laughs> what, for sports book. Where is it at this year anyway, Final Four? I haven't even Ooh, tried I don't know. Far. Have you ever been some, to a Final Four? Some giant dumb. No, I haven't. I would love it. And by the way, I got a good question for you here. Go ahead. Uh, growing, growing up, like, I, I love sports my entire life. And I remember getting asked this question. This was, you know, just like locker room talk. Like, hey, what would you want to play in the most? Like the Super Bowl, the World Series, the Stanley Cup Finals. I used to always say the Final Four. I thought it was the coolest setting of all. Like, because I remember, like, in your formative stage, right? Yeah, the Super Bowl is huge. I get it. You want to be the star quarterback of the team that wins it. Yes. But I used to see, like, the kids out there, like 18, 19, 20, 21, playing in front of 80,000 people on, like, a Saturday, being like, that has to be the coolest thing in the absolute world. I always wanted to play in the Final Four if there was a choice you could make. Yeah, I, I hear the point. It's it is interesting though too, because the idea of it is, the people that you're that are mostly cheering for you, obviously is alumni, but it's like friends. Do you know what I mean? like the idea? Now, obviously, I'm sure most of their friends are just the guys on the team, but you know what I mean? Like you, the the people that you like hang out with are in the crowd. Like it's such a an interesting thing in the way you can be a celebrity for your own school uh, in yeah. that way. I did go to a Final Four. It is an absolute shame. So I go to the Final Four the year that Villanova hits that unbelievable ah. Chris Jenkins shot. But here's, this, here's the catch. Wild. Here's the yeah. catch. I went to just the Final Four games. I didn't stay for the National Championship game. Yeah, I, right I was out there like, like working, kind of. But I was able. Yeah. To, but Donnie, the two Final Four games were two absolute <laughs> non-competitive routes. UNC yeah. absolutely smashed Syracuse, and Villanova dog walked the Buddy Yield Oklahoma team. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that was a sensational fight. Yeah, staying out there, it's not your school, so an extra couple days and I, you know, cost saying, more, like, and then you got to fly home. And I had two you know, good class anyway. Yeah. But I had two cracks at a decent game. Yeah, got nothing at all, and then the national championship game is one of the most iconic national championship games we'll ever have. That was it bothered me a bit. I'll be honest with you, it bothered uh, me. Yeah, maybe have to get out to another one here. See yeah, what happens at that so. point. Yeah, I, I think the Final Four is really cool. And, again, it's the culmination of the best tournament in all of sports. Oh, hockey's awesome. Look, I understand hockey's awesome. NBA playoffs are great, too. Major League Baseball. Playoffs are fun. But March Madness, there's nothing better than March Madness. There really isn't. And I got, like, I'm going to be in bed by the time some of these Sweet 16 games are over. It's going to really get on my nerves. Like when we start to creep later in the weeks where the games, I'm not saying the games don't matter around one Thursday and Friday. But again, it's Thursday. You could be up a little bit later because you just got to make it through a Friday. Then a Friday. Yeah. What do you go in the bed at 8 o'clock for you? Sometimes I do. If you want to stay, I have a lot of fun. But I'm looking forward to the overall, the pageantry and the upsets. I got to take some, you know, long shots to start the tournament again, spray it around and have some fun. By the way, is there a grid? Uh, bracket, which I don't know why I was. Was I? I don't even think I was in it last year. Do we have if you, one? If you, there was. Oh, yeah, I was. There was one, and if you were not in it, it was, was your, It's your own fault. There's yeah, I don't know. Two I years in a row. Oh wait, maybe I uh, was in it. I think I feel like you were in both of them. No, I think you you were definitely in last year's. I had to be in. You had to remember last year. Who won last year? Last year, I think the statistician one. I want to say. I think I was. I want to say I was in. Yeah. I won it two years ago, the year Baylor beat Gonzaga. So, shout out to me, the premier college basketball superstar of the network. But, yeah, mm. so I won it uh, that one. I, I did not last year, though. I had yeah, when do we, we start it all? Is it, like, next week? 
You know what I mean? Because um, it's hard, and we always joke about this. Like, I love the smaller conferences, but that doesn't mean everybody loves it. And I'm just going to come on the air, and we're going to break down A-Sun. Like, hey, by the way, you know who can win the A-Sun? Nobody really cares about that, quite honestly. But when do we start, like, the, the ramp up where it's like, hey, we love the NBA. We break it down. Props are so much fun. But is next week where we just fully pay attention because the big boys are playing in the conference tournament, no. and then away we go after that? Is that when it we'll starts? Be, we'll be talking about it, but I, I still think you're – you're not gonna. I guess it, at some point next week, but even still, those tournaments have to get down to like that that semifinal round, like next Thursday, Friday. We're we're still a little bit away, I think, from that full full juice. Because we'll be on the air next week, you know, watching uh, uh, Syracuse, NC State, and stuff like that. Because those Power Five conference schools, they get popping all week long. And the mm-hmm. earlier rounds are during the day. So it gives you that flavor and test. And I always like to say, for me, it's easier to wager on the conference tournaments than it is the actual tournament itself. Because it's no longer like versus like competition, home versus away. Everybody's on the road. These teams don't see yeah. each other. Which conference really holds up? Because right now you'd look at it and say to yourself, well, hold on. I'm just going to load up on Big 12 Futures here because they're going to just saw everybody in half. And then they get upset one by one by one in the round, first rounds. You know, I'm out, I'm out on the, I think I'm going to be out on the Big 12, I think, is what it's going to come down to. I've seen this, I've seen this now. This ah, oh, look at this! The most dominant conference in the world. Who they? Who were they beating? Well, they just kept beating. They beat themselves. Yes, well, Big Ten. I don't know. Some some sounds like it's missing there, right? Yeah, remember that year the Big Ten people who were like this Big Ten conference is probably the single best conference we've ever seen, and then they yes. showed up to the tournament and just got smashed. I, yes. The team, I look. We'll see. So much depends on the bracket. The team that I'm going to end up picking for that early upset, though, whether it's round of 64, round of 32, is going to be the Baylor Bears. I'm not taking that 85th overall defense mm. going on some elite eight run. Not going to happen. Splashing from three? You don't like the splashes from three? They are an elite offense, no doubt about it. But it's that Purdue build. That's what Purdue's done, and it's seen them bounce a couple of years in a row. They have that elite top five offense, but it doesn't stick. It, do- it doesn't hold up because the defense is not good enough. Yeah, I'm worried about uh, Purdue because the M.O. of college basketball, once you get to March Madness, is having two dominant guards in the backcourt that have been <clears throat> you know, on your team for three or four years. It's going to be interesting to see what actually happens when you have the dominant big and can you work through it because we don't see that all that much. You know? Yeah, but he's seven. What is he? Isn't he like seven four? I mean, what is he? Massive. Like he's still like twenty six and sixteen. It feels like every night now. Well, as he should be. And then you remember that that team lost to St. Peter's. I mean, yes. And the year before <laughs> that, lost to North Texas in the opening round. I mean, yeah. I've got no, no time for that Purdue team. I, I no. I'm good. Like they, any slander that comes their way is tremendously earned. Yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun to see it break down and play out, but certainly something to keep an eye on. The smaller conferences all getting underway this week, then some of the mid-majors and majors underway next week. And look, this Sunday you're going to be sitting there going, wow, one week away, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Selection Sunday. Boy, it's coming up fast at this point. And also, let's not forget about the NBA. Some big news coming down the pike right now on Twitter about a player to return, or should I say, show up on his new team and start balling out. Find out who that player is and more coming up next. It's Moneyline. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Red Radio Network. Chris B. Haynes, hot off the Twitter files here. Kevin Durant plans to make his return to action and debut for the Phoenix Suns against the Charlotte Hornets' LaMelo Ballist squad on Wednesday. So there you go. A KD appearance, ready to go. Huge stuff there, obviously. We got to see what it looks like uh, as this is a team that is favored to win the Western Conference and their best player is not suited up for them yet. I Listen, I know Kevin Durant is one of the most talented players the league has ever seen. But I would say inside anybody's top 15, and some might have him higher than that. He has a skill set that can fit anywhere. But it doesn't mean it's easy. You have to figure out how to play with people. Kevin Durant is capped at 20 possible games as a son before the playoffs begin. And let's remember, this is not a team that enters the postseason as the number one overall seed or anything of that nature. It's not like, Donnie, they get to play the Thunder in the opening round of the playoffs. This team has to go out there and potentially see the Memphis Grizzlies. This team has to go out there and potentially... You you get my point, right? So there's still a lot here. These games are important. And people are going to say, hey, let's not overreact to one game, two games. But we, what do we have? What sample size will we have? These are important games here for us to try and digest. Yeah, how do you think he fits in right away? Like, is it one of those where they come out and curb stomps, curb stomps Charlotte? Because Charlotte's not going anywhere. Lost their best player. Or is this one yeah. like, hmm, I don't know, uh, uh, three for 11 from the field for Durant in a short appearance? It's a road game, you said? Uh, Kevin Durant like plans Phoenix line. against Suns on Wednesday. I don't know if it doesn't to make a Suns debut. It doesn't say it here. Let me see. Because I'm, I'm trying. Uh, to they're on the road. Yep, road team okay. minus ten. DraftKings minus Whoa. ten. There you go. Yeah. Is, is that is that about right? What would you say to that? No Lamelo Ball. Because Lamelo's done for this season. Yeah, he's done. 
uh, it almost sounds is it crazy to say it sounds light? I guess how much can you lay on the road though? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And also, do we don't are we getting Kevin Durant 36 minutes full usage or are we getting Kevin Durant giving that 10 to know. 15 minutes coach? I got gotcha. you. No, well, yeah, you're not getting He's first of all, first of all, he sat out long enough where it's not like, "Oh my goodness, we're under pressure to get him back." I'm pretty sure he's coming back and saying like, "Man, I feel great." Not like, "Hey, you know what?" Let me, run up in court to, let me run up the court like three or four times. I'll let you know how I feel. That's not happening. Yeah, like I, I like if you said his minutes over under, you know, yeah. twenty nine and a half. I guess the danger of it is it could be like a route, right? He doesn't need to play more than that. But I'm expecting yeah. Durant, like he's starting. You know what I mean? Like he's yes. starting. He's he's going out there and man, that's. I don't know. The props marker for that one will be really, really interesting, though. What we yeah, have right it at? 21 and a half? 21 and a half. Oh, I'm on the over. 21 and a half. Yeah. No hesitations. Have to be. Uh, oh, have to be. It's Kevin Durant. It's what, Kevin is everybody looking from the cook? Like, are you going to give him extra opportunities? Or Devin Booker going to be like, hey, man, pff, step yeah. aside. I, do you remember KD? Do you, I don't know if you'll remember this. We weren't in play sports tonight. But he had come back for the first time in a long time, and they brought him off the bench against the Pelicans. And they hung a points prop for him at about 20, so it's in that range. And I jumped on the under. I'm like, well, he's not going to play. This is, like, great. He checked in in the, in the middle of the first quarter and played the rest of the first half and was shooting, like, 100% from the field. And I nearly <laughs> lost the bet. And the only reason I won the bet is the Nets I I blew out that. the Pelicans. Yeah. And I was like, this is unbelievable. Like, he, I'm correct he wasn't going to play, you know, 35 minutes. He doesn't need to. He's nine for nine from the field with three threes. I'm going to pass out right now. So yeah, yeah. I, I, if they hang Kevin Durant twenty one and a half, you, you I meet you at the window. Now cooking, as I like to use, which Kevin Durant can go out there and cook somebody. But if you want to talk about cooking the books here, let me sidestep back to the NFL for a second because there is a long, uh, I guess, Twitter feed here. That's displaying information that's slowly coming out again about Daniel Snyder. Now, this morning when we talked about quickly, before we hit hour number two on the early line, it was Daniel Snyder just went behind the team's back. Now, granted, this isn't like you own a house and you take out a second mortgage. Yeah, like who's, Who owns it? Me. And sign it and be done with it here. This is an NFL team where you have minority owners. And he went behind their backs as if nobody knew and took out a 55, not 5 million, not 500,000, a $55 million credit line. Now, the billionaire owners that are with him, not in the league, I'm just talking about the minority owners that are trying to force him out, like he's embarrassing everybody. We don't have control of this team, so we just have to yell and scream until somebody hears us. They're talking about, like, yeah, this, is, this isn't just, like, ownership fraud. Like, you go to jail for this type of fraud. Like, hey, Kevin, you own a house. Hey, by the way, why did Donnie take out a loan against your house? Hi, oh, I know the guy. He's going to be fine with it. No, no, you can't do that. Now, listen to this. Snyder was also paying himself a salary of $10 million a year, which is hilarious for an owner to do that. But also, yeah. he actually leased the Jets that he owns back to the team so they would pay for it and also charged the team four and a half million dollars to put the team logo on his plane and it was written down as advertising fee 
But can you imagine being being a part owner of the team? Like, okay, let's just say Snyder owns 60%, other guys 20 and 20. But they have billions invested there where it's a business. And like, okay, well, what's going on here? We did whatever. Oh, by the way, uh, here's the rest of the cut for it. Well, why does it seem so light? Well, Snyder's paying himself additionally, and he just got paid close to $5 million to put a helmet on his personal plane because he said it was good for advertising. I mean, outrageously amazing. The, yeah, the, this whole... It comes off fake almost. It does. Right? Where it's like there's no way he's still doing it. And, and the best is like, wow, well, this is. How many times, Donnie, do you think over the last, like, 15 years, been like, well, this is the end of Daniel Snyder. All right. Like, yes. Well, this is a million this times. Is Millions. Yeah. And in, still going. He's, like, he's I go- can't. He's not going. Like, when you look at the books, where, like, the minority owner goes, okay, let me get the tax returns. Like, he just paid himself $4.5 million for advertising. Oh, what was he doing? He put a helmet on the side of his plane. Which is his team, as if, like, you see it all the time. Like, Robert Ursay flies in the town, or Jim Ursay flies in the town. He's got, like, the little Colt logo on his plane. Because why? It's his team, and he thinks it's cool. The, the, the Patriots fly, like, they have the, actually, they have two planes. I think one plane actually is for Kraft, and the other plane is the team's, like, 747, like, all souped up. This is what we take to away games. It has a Patriot logo. Can you imagine getting paid back saying, well, I put the Patriot logo on a plane. I deserve a couple million dollars a year because that supposedly is good advertising. Hilarious that this goes through. Also, I mean, the concept of advertising at times can be a little tricky, but in what world <laughs> is that logo being on that? What is that doing for Washington? Nothing. Zero. Like, like it's, the, the return on that investment is the single worst return on investment maybe ever in the history of return on investments. Like you his have, own you plane. You mine. Which, again, it's flying into probably some private airports and just going in a garage as if it was, like, parked out yeah. front of a stadium. So yes. I'm like, oh, that's the commanders here. Slap that tag on it. But the fact that's that it's crazy. your team, you're supposed to be paying for advertising, right? Not getting right. revenue from advertising for your own team. Love it. Absolutely. When I see, and again, it keeps coming out and bleeding and bleeding. And over the years, it's been more hilarious how he tries to cover things up. But I don't know. Like, if you are the owner of another team, you look at this and be like, this is amazing. But then again, if you have minority owners, which they do, like I would be at the guy's door ready to kill the guy. You want mm-hmm. what? Like you're you're taking fifty five million dollars out of the team. Like, where did you even spend it on? Where did it go? So and the other thing is it, you know with this asking price that people keep talking about. So there's you know just, just to try and give people another example of this, but uh, Vince McMahon and, and the WWE, they say, is reportedly for sale. And then some say the asking price is $9 billion. <laughs> well, no one's paying that, right? Some people think maybe the, the, the Saudi government might because for them $9 billion is more of a splash. But outside of that, right, who would – Yeah. because, Donnie, as you said, like you could buy multiple major sports franchises for $9 billion, Yes. And some people think, yeah, that's it's not a real price. I mean, if somebody actually offers it to you, you'll take it because what a ridiculous number and that's yeah. awesome for you. And I, I feel like that's kind of what you're looking at with Daniel Snyder. Where it's like he's not even asking for a real number. No one's going to pay $6 billion when the Cowboys are valued at $5, five billion. <laughs> what an extra billion for the 23rd most valuable, you know, a ballpark in here, whatever, most valuable franchise here. Like, you're out of control, but that's how he goes, oh, I'm, oh, it's up for sale. What do you mean? It's, it's not really. Yes. It's not actually yes. up for sale. 
you'll hold the NFL hostage. Like, sure, I'll sell if I get the most ever by a wide margin where Correct. my team's not even worth that much. Sure, that's the way I'll go out. But that's how Daniel Snyder certainly plays hardball in that. And by the way, nine like for the WWE, right? Hey, we're going to pay them nine, $9 billion for it. Let's just say yeah. the Saudi government. Like, why wouldn't the Saudi government just go, hold on now. We'll just buy all of his athletes when their contract is up at the end of the year. And every time somebody's in, we'll just keep buying. Like, why would you buy the WWE when you can basically start your own WWE? That's what we yeah, get a kick out of. The, the infrastructure is a big thing, and obviously WWE has that in abundance. What is funny, though, not that funny, actually, but a little, maybe even a little worrisome, there are some people who think that if WWE is ultimately bought, out by someone like this, you know, the the Saudi government. Yeah. That basically WWE would go back to having a monopoly on wrestling because what they'd be able to offer wrestlers yeah. versus everyone else, it would be comical. <laughs> like it would yes. be like everyone's getting ten times their current rates, and it's it's hurting absolutely zero bottom lines. Yes, like the. Uh... Live Goff does now, right? It's like, hey, by the way, we'll pay three times as much, and you have to work three times as less. You know what? Thanks. Hold on a minute. May I quickly, Goff, you mentioned this. I saw this the other day. Yeah. Did you see this Tiger Rory League that's coming in by chance? I, I I heard about it a year ago, and I think it's a, like a digital Goff thing that I almost threw my computer out the window. Now, so I saw something about it the, the other day where apparently, like, this thing's really on its way. They're, they're <laughs> creating their own stadium. It's going to be mic'd up. It's like they're creating their own league. Yeah. And it's, it's this hilarious And the PGA thing. loves it. So, yeah. But Tiger, <laughs> they're going, oh, we're in partnership with the PGA. Yes. Correct. So, basically, Tiger and Rory did all this hand-wringing over Liv. Yes, But But realize, you know what? There's money being left on the table. We're not doing everything. The only difference is what? They're cutting in the PGA Tour. Yes. That's why they need to protect Rom signed up. JT signed up. Spieth is signed up. And it's like, hold on. Like, what? You guys just created your own league. But because you and the PGA Tour probably agreed to split some profit margins here. Yes. This is... Like this is all. This isn't a slap in the face to the PGA. This is now great for golf. I, I don't yes. fully understand. And, and and I don't even understand the concept or why anybody would tune into that. But then again, people think we're going to tune in the pickleball and a bunch of nonsense anyway. It just seems like some people have so much money, but other people will pay for. It. Like, hey, Tiger, what about you and Rory get this league together? We'll front you each uh, fifteen million bucks. Yeah, sure, I'll put my name on it. That's great. And after one year, it goes away. They got their money, and somebody else is out thirty to fifty whatever million dollars. I do get a kick out of that. Up, but where's the market for that? Where was asking? Hey, by the way, uh, would you tune in to Rory and Tiger just playing like a video game? And that's the league. We'll oh play God, PGA God. Tour 2023 online and have everybody tune into it. It's you know what's funny is we're in the midst of talking about changes in Major League Baseball and you know what's needed. But do, do any golf fans complain about golf? Like you don't need to reach us. Just let golf be golf, right? Like I. I don't know, but we apparently we need digital golf and everything in between. We'll see. Unbelievable. One more segment here before we hit the top of the hour. We'll take your phone calls and find out where JP is going. Non-injury tonight, possibly. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Final segment of hour number one before we head into hour number two. If you want to call in hour number two, easy, 844-843-6879. Yesterday, JP, I believe you got dipped a little bit from an injury situation. Is that correct? Yeah, I took LaMelo, points, rebounds, assists over. He breaks his ankle. Now, he was cooking, too, by the way. Yeah, 21 was. minutes, he was cooking last night. Those are the tough ones. And that's why, you know, some people say, I take unders, not for injuries, but you're always winning until you're not, as opposed to taking it over where you have to hit a certain mark. Those ones stink, though. When your guy's cooking, you get injured, that's horrendous because you just feel cheated at that point. But it's the way it is, and we'll see if we can bounce back tonight. What do you got? You sound no, defeated. Well, because I know what you're saying, and I know you're saying it's not your belief, it's other people who think it, but I just, the idea that anybody would even suggest they bet LaMelo Ball yesterday, and a part of their handicap, yes. well, he's got bad ankles. Injured. Oh, he's got bad ankles. I have no tolerance. I have no tolerance, Donnie, for that. How are we entertaining that still, by the way? Like, come on now. Well, here's, I understand well, here's it what can I think's happen, but stop. Now, I think, like, I'm going to pick the game for JP tonight. I think it's Lakers-Grizzlies. And I think he's going to fade Anthony Davis because he might get injured tonight, JP. Am I on the right Donnie, path here? I'm not even kidding. I was just about to come on and make that joke. But no, that's oh, There you go. See that? Oh. I'm, go- I'm going to the Rockets-Nuggets uh, game, and I'm taking a player prop. Ooh, sorry. So we got oh, Rockets-Nuggets tonight. 232 is a total. We're going prop. Now, there's a lot of players you can yeah. pick from here, but we're not going Shangoon, are we? Come on. Well, again, so here's the thing with J- JP is established. <laughs> Everything's on the board. But there is there is one out there tonight that I have to admit I actually passed on against the Clippers. Mm. And it hit, and I want to come to it tonight, but I missed on it last game. So it's that's a tough situation. We'll see. Yeah, I went one and one last night. Team total loss, Jimmy Butler over assists. I got three more player props tonight, which we'll go over, have some fun with those. Our number two is on deck. Get ready. We're going to get after it and have some fun. Come on back with us. It's Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 